put yourself outside, like so outside your comfort zone, you sit in the discomfort, you feel the loneliness of when you're traveling by yourself and then you move through that. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello, everyone. You will not believe where I am at the moment, or you will if you follow me on Instagram. I am in Ibiza. Ibiza or Ibiza? Okay, this is what I've picked up. So Spanish people say Ibiza and then people that speak English say Ibiza. Some people still say Ibiza, but I thought that the way, the proper way to pronounce it was Ibiza. So I'm kind of confused. I feel like surely the Spanish would know because like it's their island. Anyway, so I, I've been having quite the amount of adventures out here, I will say. And, um, I went to go try to do another hike today. So I went and tried to do a hike yesterday and I, my intuition was telling me, you're not fucking doing this hike. And I was like, no, 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 I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I want to go for a hike and got halfway down and like this couple passed me and they were like, there's no beach down there. You can't access it. And I was like, oh fuck. And I was like, my intuition was right. What the hell? So I went home then. I went to a beach. And then today I went, I drove at this, like, I drove down this fucking like bumpy as fuck, like four wheel driving down this track to get to the side of this so-called hike again it was fucking blocked up and I was like fuck this you know what I, it was so quiet is the thing that I was like I'm not scared of traveling alone which is what I'm going to talk a bit about today but um I will say when you're literally in the middle of butt fuck nowhere by yourself doing a hike and there's like no service it's like a little bit you can't help but be like a little bit cautious and kind of like if someone just like appeared and like came out of the bushes like I don't want to put that in anyone's mind it's not gonna happen but like it's a little bit scary like if you it's actually what I'm actually more scared of of like is that I trip or I get like eaten by like a not eaten by like but like attacked by a snake or something you know and then I can't access anyone that's probably what I'm more actually afraid of anyway so today's episode ladies oh no but where I'm sitting right now is what I was gonna say was I found this like hidden fucking beach my intuition took me here I was driving to another beach actually that I'd already been to but I knew it was good and I was just like oh I was so pissed off about the hike that I was like oh my god just take me to a close beach I want to go swimming I only have a couple hours left until my next client because I've have, I have clients in the morning and I have a couple hours in the day and then I have clients in the evening because of the time change um with like America and um Australia anyway and as I was driving to this beach there was a little sign on the road for another beach and I was like and I quickly stopped and turned and I'm so glad I did because the view I'm actually sitting in my car I got a little mini cooper another funny story about that but yeah I'll tell you guys again so the universe is always giving you signs right always 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 giving you signs ladies like stop fucking ignoring them so I was trying to have hire a Range Rover because it's my dream car and I lo- I've test driven one and it's like the best thing ever. And I was like, I want to manifest everything whilst I'm in Ibiza. Like the energy is so amazing here. Like it's so spiritual. It's actually a much more spiritual island than party. Um, in case you don't know, it's a fucking beautiful island. There's only a little town, not a little town, but one of the bigger towns on the island is the party island, San Antonio. Just fucking stay clear from that shit. Although last night I did an incredible cacao ceremony. Um, in and right near San Antonio and I was like oh I don't want to go there but then actually the sunset was fucking incredible and where it was was a cove inside this giant cliff so if you saw my Instagram story um and you can see it in my highlights um if you haven't already seen it but basically you drive onto this ginormous fucking cliff again it's like four-wheel driving onto this ginormous cliff like I would like I would not be going close to the edge like it was actually I'm not scared of heights but I was a little bit like oh my god because you're just so high up like so fucking high up anyway and um you walk down these really steep stairs along the side of the cliff and um there's a cove in this cliff and we did the cacao ceremony in there it was beautiful it was like I mean this is like the power of like that in-person like integration work and we did like a static dance and we did meditation and sound healing and body art and it was just like so beautiful and like 
just it was uh, it's a devotion to the feminine is what it is and it was just beautiful and incredible and I'm so excited for our retreat ladies because we're going to be doing that times 50 um and uh, it's just going to be amazing anyway so what I wanted oh it's a glass bottom boat there's actually this massive yacht in front of me and it's like fucking insane. I wish I could like show you guys, like turn my laptop around, but I can't. Um, cause it's obviously a podcast, but so anyway, long story short, basically I'm in a little, Oh wait, my Range Rover story. I jumped, don't I? Lol. So I was going to, I really want to hire a Range Rover and I was like trying to get one. And then they were like, Oh, you have to be a certain age to get one. And I was like, Oh, and then I like basically was like, I manifested that night that I got it. And then I was like, Oh, like I'm, I'm not coming to party. Um, I'm actually coming by myself. Like, I'm 22. I have my own business. Um, I'm here to work and relax. I would just like to drive a nice car. And they were like, and the next day they reply and they're like, okay, no worries. We'll give it to you. Um, but just so you know, the excess is like $5,000. And I didn't really understand what excess was. Anyway, long story short, then dad was explaining to me that if I get the insurance from Amex, which is the insurance company that I get my insurance from, they're really fucking good. They're like, did all my ski accident stuff. Everyone's so always use Amex insurance. It was actually Chubbs, but whatever. Um, then they like, they cancel out the excess. Anyway, if you understand insurance, you then understand what I'm trying to say. So I was trying to get the Range Rover and then it was actually just proving to be so difficult because then when they sent me the insurance things that I can get with them as in the Range Rover company and not the, not Range Rover itself, but like the hire car company, it was like, you had to be 23 to get the premium insurance. And I was just like, my intuition was like, you need to get the premium insurance. And or like my intuition was a little bit like, uh, I don't know. Like I was a little bit like, I don't fucking know what to do here. It was like one of these where it's like, it makes sense. Like I would like to drive a Range Rover. Like why not? Like ultimate manifestation. Why would I get anything less if I can get the Range Rover? But then this is where it also comes into play of like, and my coach was the one that brought me up. Like she told me this of like, because I was like, but I manifested it. So if I tell the universe, no, now is it going to be like angry at me? And she's like, that's not how the universe works, Monica. Like the thing is, just because you can do something, it doesn't mean you have to if reasonably it's not smart. Now, the universe is making it tricky for me because you don't want to get a Range Rover on this island. If you want to do fun drives, scenic drives, you don't want to do a Range Rover, right? So anyway, I then tried to get an Audi SUV from Hertz or wherever I was trying to get it from. Yeah, I think it was Hertz. And the page, no, it was another one of those ones called like Euro Car or Europe Car, or whatever the one that, that green one's called. And then that one kept, the fucking page kept timing out, not timing out, erroring um, after I'd put in my card details. And I was like, oh, and like there was obviously enough money on the card and everything. Like, don't worry, I'm not, not that dumb. It was like an error. And I, it was like, it happened twice. And then Aislinn was like, my coach was like, stop trying to get a big car. And so I was like, okay, I'm just not going to get a car at all. I'll just get taxis everywhere. And then I was talking to my friend who's now my manager, ladies. I now have a manager, which I'm really excited about. She's basically going to do all like the strategy stuff that I don't really like doing, but it needs to be done um, in order for me to like help more of you and be able to continue to build the business and do everything that I want to do. Um, anyway, and, um, and she's been to Ibiza before because she's from Germany. And she was like, no, you want a car. Like you can't get taxis, but like you want a car. If you want to be able to adventure, you want a car. And then I was like asking everybody because my little brain needed some fucking validation to figure out, do I get a car? Do I not get a car? Oh my God. Because I'm getting like all of these, I'm getting this push and pull. Right. Anyway, whatever. I was like, no, I'm getting a fucking car. I was in Milan and I booked um, a car and I booked a little Audi, not an Audi, a Mini Cooper. And I just want to say, thank God I booked a fucking Mini because to do like the scenic um, drives and even to like try and drive to one of these hikes, aka don't try and do a hike in Ibiza because like you can't fucking get to them. Anyway, or do it with people. That's probably better. Actually, no, you can get to them. Just do it with people, not by yourself because it's a little bit creepy and just like a little bit like you, there's no service. Like there's like pockets of service in Ibiza and then there's like no service parts, especially when it's not like in, not a civilized area in, there's a lot of people or houses around. Anyway, so thank God I got a Mini Cooper because even the fucking Mini Cooper sometimes is too big. Like honestly, if you're coming to Ibiza, you want to get a Fiat. You want to get the tiniest car that you can get. A little Fiat is perfect because the car parking spots are small. The fucking roads, like the scenic roads are small. The only roads that aren't small are the freeways. Um, but all the scenic roads and stuff in Ibiza are small. Um, so you definitely want a smaller car. Anyway, so right now, ladies, I'm in my Mini Cooper and I am looking out onto the most incredible view of the ocean. I've just been for like multiple swims in the clearest fucking water like I actually want to like drink the water because it's that clear 
like actually I need some water right now sorry you're gonna hear my water bottle anyway yes it's plastic as well that's another thing also ladies you're not supposed to drink the tap water in Ibiza I found out the hard way so make sure that you don't drink the tap water in Ibiza actually you're not meant to drink it apparently anywhere along Europe was on the Mediterranean Sea whatever it's called like Italy and stuff and I did not know that so anyway I learned the hard way don't do what I did so I'm sitting on this incredible view doing this recording of the podcast for you guys because it's just I wanted to bring you guys the vibes and I also just wanted to do it here um so a lot of you have been like I put that question box in about traveling alone honestly I love traveling alone for like a not too long amount of time um it really forces you to like have inwards time it also is fucking relaxing it's selfish which we all need to be a little bit more selfish about, about things sometimes although I'm not a mom or anything like that's different. So I'm, I guess, I guess according to a mom, I'm always selfish because I don't have kids to worry about. But what I'm saying is that like going on holiday by yourself and I actually had an appointment with a client this morning and she's like, I'm going to Europe by myself for a month. And I was like, fuck yes, you are. Um, it's very rejuvenating and it's very, very healing because it really allows you to see where in your life isn't working. Um, it gives you a lot of reflection time and it also forces you outside your comfort zone, right? And it, you know what it does? It really forces you to be in the feminine when you're not having somebody else look after you. So when you're with a man and you're traveling, it's nice because like he can organize stuff. He can keep you safe. He can keep like, he keeps track of those things. When you're by yourself, you have to keep track of your passport. You have to know your fucking flight times. Like you, you have to know everything. Um, and while that can be a challenge, it's also a beautiful experiment to like be able to do those things with grace and softness not like stress and like I don't like the word anxiety but anxiety um being on holidays also gives you like especially by yourself where like it is an opportunity for you to like date yourself to upgrade your wealth frequency, to love up yourself, right? Taking yourself out for dinner, spending money on yourself, not because you're with somebody else, but because you can spend money on yourself and create your own memories and you don't need to have somebody else with you. People say like, it's, but, but like it's, it's nicer to share memories with people. I agree to an extent that it's nice to share memories with other people. And like I've done traveling by myself. This is the second time that I've like done an extended amount of time. The first time I did it extended overseas was um, on my gap year. And I will say that obviously hits a point sometimes. No, so when I was traveling on my gap year, I was in a relationship. That to me is harder because you want to be able to physically share the experience with somebody else, with that with that person that you love. So doing having showing pictures, they don't really get a grasp of it. When you're like, I'm one of those people that gets very overexcited. So when I'm like seeing this beach, I want to like scream to somebody next to me that I love. However, it's also an opportunity for you to like scream to yourself. And for you to be able to fully receive it. I feel like a lot of us can't fully receive things. And so because you can't fully receive them and you it's almost like overwhelming to be able to receive that much um that much joy over like seeing this beautiful ocean or whatever, because you can't fully receive it for yourself by, by being able to project that onto somebody else in terms of like, oh my god, that was the best day ever, and not being able to fully internalize that. It's literally also, it's an opportunity for you to teach yourself and learn how to fully receive without needing to have another person there. Because even with the other person there, you don't fully receive that moment. You are talking to them about it. You're not letting it sink in. You're not dropping into it. You're not fully receiving it in your body. You're like comprehending it. And then you're just projecting onto the other person next to you, like in a positive way, obviously, but you're still not fully receiving it. But when you can... But when you can be in these situations and fully receive joy just for yourself, it's a very beautiful, humbling, in in your body, feminine experience that I feel like a lot of us need to work on, right? Um, anyway, but what I will say is being here in Ibiza, I am like in love with it. And I know a lot of, a couple of you have actually messaged me, messaged me being like, how are you going with the heat? Because a lot of you know that I don't like the heat. However, what I will say, I figured out, I figured out the hack. Monica doesn't like the heat if it's humidity in Sydney and like the fucking Sydney humidity is just like this heavy weight that's on you it's gross but Ibiza is very very dry so even though it can be like 30 degrees it's not that hot same right now it's 35 degrees outside it doesn't feel like 35 degrees to me 
Um, and when I was in Milan just recently, um, I was walking around and like I'd put my head on my back and then like the sweat was like through my dress. However, I wasn't agitated because I wasn't humid. Plus, this is what I've also figured out. If I am really hot and bothered when I'm trying to do work, then I get frustrated. But if I am hot when I'm on holidays and I'm relaxed, I don't get as frustrated. And if I'm near the water, like in Ibiza, where I'm going for a swim every like 10 minutes, I'm also not getting frustrated. And my God, I say to you guys, I'm not high, ma high maintenance. I'm not. But when it comes to like the weather, I guess I am like heat. And then also I can't sleep when it's hot. So it needs to be, I need to have air conditioning for sleeping. Um, but otherwise I like the heat if it's like an Ibiza summer. So like it's fair to say, ladies, I will be coming back to Ibiza again in the summer. In fact, Asti and I are totally going to do our next retreat in Ibiza because it's so spiritual. It's so fucking beautiful. The energy in this place is so healing. Mother nature here is so fucking healing. The water is so healing. We are definitely doing our next retreat here because I just like can't get enough of this place. We can all hire our own Mini Coopers. If you haven't already um, messaged me about any questions about the retreat, um, you are more than welcome to do so about Abara in May 1 because that shit's going to be lit. Like doing, when you do integration work in person, when you do it even um, like when you're immersed in it for a long amount of time, it's very, very powerful. Like people are like, yeah, I went away for the weekend by myself. I'm like, that's not powerful because it was like three days. Like anybody can do that. When you put yourself outside, like so outside your comfort zone, you sit in the discomfort, you feel the loneliness of when you're traveling by yourself and then you move through that, then that's where the expansion grows. A lot of us get to the loneliness and then we cop out. And then no expansion grows. A lot of us read the books, we start the thing, and then it stops, and then no expansion happens. But when you're immersed in something for a long amount of time, like Tony Robbins has a great, like he has a great example of this, his stuff, you're immersed in it for a long, long, long amount of hours. And because of that, it actually changes shit on a cellular level in your body. And that's where you get those long-lasting effects, right? Anyway, I'm going to drive home because I need to get back for my next client. And then after my next client, I'm going to record answering all your questions about traveling alone um, because I really like traveling alone. I find it really, really peaceful. I find it super healing and amazing. I just want to get in that fucking water again as I'm looking at it. It's just like so effing beautiful. Um, so I'm excited for you guys to listen to that um, when I get home. And a quick note before the next time I podcast, make sure that you've bought your Melbourne or Brisbane event tickets. I've actually, by the time this is out, Melbourne will probably be sold out because there was like one ticket left this morning. Um, but make sure that you get your Brisbane event, uh, your tickets, because there there's more Brisbane events because I have less Brisbane followers than Melbourne. Um, and if you are a Brisbane girl, I'd be super, 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 super grateful if you could like share it with your friends, like post it on your stories or whatever, because then we can... <laughs> oh my God, you guys, my fucking Wi-Fi, I mean, the thing you just turned on, whoa. That was so scary. Um, I'd be really grateful if you could share it on your Instagram story so that more women can come um, and then obviously I can help more women and we can make more of an impact and change the world because literally we're all a collective, right? So as one woman heals, because we are all a collective, then we as, – as I heal, you heal. As you heal, your friend heals. Like all of us – because everything is energy and all of our energy is interwoven. Like everything is connected, okay? We are connected to the ocean, we're connected to the rocks, like we're connected to every part of Mother Nature, including people. So the more we help ourselves, the more we help others because we shine the light for them to then also, you know, make the change for themselves. Um, anyway, I'm going to drive home and I'll talk to you guys in a second. Okay, ladies, so I am home. My lips are fucking dry, I think, from like the salt and the sun and the wind because I'm having the most crazy dance parties like ever in the car, like the music is blaring. Like that's actually probably one of the best things about traveling alone is like the amount of dancing that you can do and like blaring of music. I packed my own speaker. I'm like BYO speaker. Um, not for the car, obviously. I made sure I got a car with like good sound. No, I love that was not a prerequisite for the car, but like also it was like, I feel like all like good cars these days have like good sound. Anyway, point being is car parties are mandatory and also amazing when you are traveling by yourself. So I just got off a really amazing client call, actually one of my one-on-one -on -one clients. She, I just have to like, just ugh, like, I'm obviously not going to say her name, but like, holy fuck, I want to, like, I want to like 
I want her, I want to like, I just, I, I, words can't describe what I want to like do to her, which sounds dirty, but I don't mean in a dirty way. You know what I mean? She has flipped her life like fully 360. Like I remember our sales call because it was like, it was a standout sales call um, in terms of like um, her situation. And she has flipped her life upside down, uh, like, like unexplainably in three months like she both actually we were just talking before and like she actually she looks like a different person she talks like a different person she's like quit her job that same day that she quit it her purpose came through her um and then that same day she got offered a job for that purpose like what the fuck that's just one example like she's absolutely incredible she's done so much trauma clearing so much like it's just like i can't even talk about it it's just like too much it's amazing um and we were actually saying, she was like, I did not think, when you said three months, when she said to me, um, I didn't think three months was going to be long enough, I thought that we were going to have to work together forever. And I was like, lol, I'd love to that. Like, I don't want to say goodbye to her because like, I just fucking love her and she's so amazing. And every time I get on a call, I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God. Because like, she just like so much up levels so quickly because she just is like so committed to doing the work. And like, that's really key. Like, you got to be obviously fully committed to doing the work because it shows between the clients that are like fully fucking committed and those that like let their self-sabotage get the better of them. Even when I like called them up on it like a thousand and one times. Anyway, something I mentioned to her though about Ibiza and what is really funny and I wanted to quickly mention it to you guys and I forgot about it, but I could like, I could feel that I needed to say something in the car, but I, and I knew what it was, but I couldn't remember it. And then I fucking remembered it with her. So thanks for that. Um, anyway, something that happens in Ibiza, not happens, like Basically, all the women here at the beach don't wear bikini tops. Like, you are the odd one if you wear a bikini top. So, which is, it's so fucking liberating, right? Like, oh my God. When I did that nude shoot on the beach with my photographer Morgan, it was the most liberating that the fucking water was so cold, but it was liberating as hell to just be walking around, swimming in the ocean, fully butt naked. Like, I love skinny dipping. Like, it is probably, it's one of my favorite things to like get into my body. That and period sex, like... Just top twos. Anyway, um, so what was I going to say? Um, yeah, all the women here in Ibiza, they walk around topless, which is like really interesting but amazing. And I'm just like, wow, imagine those little girls. They would have no shame or no like are my boobs okay sort of worry because every shape and size here is just like liberated as fuck. They're so self-accepting. They're just like walking around owning their feminine essence. It's really beautiful and um, – and magical and it's just like it's amazing how like the feminine body here you can just tell from the energy and the way that women walk around and the way that they take their tops off and stuff is like it's so sacred for men and women key men and women so in australia or in america like men majority of men still think the female body is very sacred and very beautiful and like fucking amazing and hot as hell and like i get that the female body is freaking amazing but like a lot of women don't see the sacredness in our body, but the women here see the sacredness because they are fully embodied in their body. Like they're walking around without the tops on because to them, there's no shame around their body. It's hard to explain. It's like an energy thing that you pick up on and it's really incredible. So Asti, we are definitely having our next retreat in Ibiza because there's just like too much goodness here to not. Anyway, why are we doing this fucking, not fucking, but why are we doing this um, podcast, ladies, is obviously for me to answer all your questions about traveling alone, which I'm really excited to do. And I also wanted to just say that I'm loving all the DMs that you guys send me. Sorry, they do take me a while to get back to a lot of them. Um, me or my assistant, Haley gets back to them. Um, but I do want to say that I really appreciate all of your kind words about the podcast and you guys saying how real I am. Honestly, I talk to you guys exactly how I talk to my friends. Like I keep, like I'm the exact same, even on my Instagram. I'm literally the exact same on my Instagram as I am in real life. I'm the most low key thing. Although I did do like a makeup tutorial for you guys because a lot of you ask about, um, about, about like what makeup I use for like hormones and blah, blah, blah. And I did a makeup tutorial and it was the most low key makeup tutorial ever. You could see how not high maintenance I was, except for the heat thing. The heat is the only high maintenance thing that, um, that, you know, I have anyway. Okay. So whatever. I'm just like fucking rambling. Okay. Oh wait, hold on. Have I got it? I'm just trying to find the Instagram story. Oh fuck. I've lost it. 
Oh, okay. Give me a second. Oh wait, no, no. Where is it? It's, it's right. It's close. It's close. Here we go. Beautiful. Okay. Amazing. So many questions. Okay. See all. So first question, does it get lonely? How do you overcome this? So this is kind of what I was saying before Ellie about, um, you know what I want to do? I want to do a podcast of assumptions about Monica. I'm going to like put a thing in my Instagram story. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, make sure you go and do that. I want, I want to see what, what people's assumptions are about me. It's going to be so entertaining and then I'll answer them on a podcast. Okay. So does it get lonely? How do you overcome this? There was a point in Milan where I got a little bit lonely for a second and it actually wasn't lonely. I actually said, said to my coach, I was like, it's crazy how when you're traveling, it brings up feelings of loneliness that you didn't really know were there. Like when this is the beauty of traveling, it's a lot of by yourself. It's a lot of self-discovery. It brings up shit that you didn't know was there. So I'm actually, so here's key. If I didn't have my job, I'd be lonely. That's the, that's the honest fucking truth. If I didn't have my job and my phone to contact my friends, cause I talk to my friends like multiple times a day while I'm overseas. Um, I would probably be lonely because I wouldn't be like doing things with my clients and, and whatever during the day. Right now that is diff. I can meet people though. And that, and I still have human contact. So I'd be lonely in the way that I wouldn't be needed by somebody, I guess. Whereas with my clients, I have like clients every day. So I don't feel like I ever am lonely or don't have human contact. I have plenty of human contact. Um, so that's the first thing, but I also think that so, I also know that so many of us avoid doing so much out of fear of loneliness. But the thing is you will never be lonely because you've got yourself and you've got everything around you. You've got the universe. Like you are not alone. Like you are not alone. We think that being by ourselves is alone. You are not alone in the fucking abyss right? So you're perceiving something that's not actually true. So it does get lonely if you let it get lonely. And if you see it as loneliness that like, and loneliness is usually tied to like, nobody loves me. That's not what I feel. I'm just like, wow, like things like new things bubble up or actually for me, it's never new things. It's like, it's like a same something or other, I'll get a new little bit of insight that will bubble up. And it's usually about men. Um, it'll like bubble up a little bit. So, um, that's what I want to say about, does it get lonely? But the thing is with loneliness, it's like, you need to actually accept the loneliness and be like, yep, this is totally happening right now. So that you can move through it. When you resist things, ladies, then you can't move through them. Okay. Um, so how do you overcome this? I said that. Okay. So next question is a period question. I'm not going to answer that because it's not the topic for today. Um, safety tips and meeting new people. So, um, this is actually interesting. So I saw, I saw this question and I was like, oh, safety, lol. And then today, and I happened yesterday as well, I've been trying to go on hikes in Ibiza. Oh, I was already told you guys this and like it was blocked and it did not feel safe. So that's when my intuition was like, get the fuck out. And I listened to that, even though I really wanted to see this view and this cliff and like, whatever, I was just a little bit scared. And my intuition was like on red alert. And like, that's why I was just like, no, nope, I'm going to go back to the car and I'm just going to go lie on the beach. It's all right. I haven't done my 10,000 steps for today. I'm not going to fucking die. Right. Um, listen to your intuition. So safety tips is like, honestly, the biggest one would be listen to your fucking intuition and don't be on red fucking alert. So whatever you think about, you attract, right? Law of attraction. So if you're thinking about like, don't want to get mugged, don't want to be unsafe, guess what's going to happen? Like you're going to attract that as hard as this sounds, People attract these scenarios, right? Like they attract them to themselves. And, and that, that some of you might go, that is the bitchiest thing to say ever, Monica. Now this is, there is obviously going to be a line, okay? And we, and no one's going to want to hear this, we choose everything. So I've been in situations where I've been um, not honored sexually, I'm going to say. Um, and some of you will know what that means if you've been a client of mine. So some of my, I've been in that situation. I've been in other situations where I had my laptop stolen. Everything was taken when I was in New York on my gap year in terms of all my photos, all my documents, all my like uni applications, like everything. Um, and like, as much as I don't want to hear this shit, the truth is I attracted those scenarios and 
I have learnt to not have shame and guilt around them because that is the lowest vibration that you can be feeling is guilt. Okay. So safety tips is really focus on the things you want to, like you want to attract in. So like love, a good rest, not like, as in like love for your trip, a good restaurant, um, you know, just enjoyment. Don't worry about being mugged or like not being safe. And I will say, obviously I'm going to like, I'm going to cities that are safe. Like I'm not going to like a city where there's a war. That's like fucking different. I am not putting myself in a situation consciously that is dangerous, right? There's a big difference in that. I'm going to like big cities, safe cities. And I use my intuition and my intuition is like, don't walk down that alleyway. I won't walk down the alleyway. I'm also one of those people. And I was like, this to my friend um, the other day, um, that when I'm walking, my energy is not a nervous energy. I'm not walking being scared or being on red alert. I'm walking with purpose. I'm walking on a, I'm on a mission and I am walking with strength. Now that vibration that I'm giving off doesn't attract anyone to come and fuck with me, right? I'm not walking down looking like a ball breaker and a bitch. That's not what I'm saying. Cause that's not, that's not feminine. That's not embodied. That's not, that's not beautiful. I'm walking with strength and grace. Like, like, I feel like I almost need to like give you guys a fucking demonstration of how I walk. If any of you have like seen me live or have come to my events or have seen me walking somewhere, I don't walk with my head in the clouds, right? I walk with purpose. It is highly unlikely that someone's going to come up to me and fuck with me because I just don't, that doesn't actually, that's not allowed. Like nobody is allowed. I'm not available for that. As my friend Madeline would say, I'm not available for that. I know she's listening to this as well because she listens to everyone on my podcast. I love you, Madeline. Um, I'm not available for unsafe situations, not available to it. Okay. So with the safety is you attract any unsafe scenarios. And I know some of you are going to go, that's not true. It is true, right? It's called fucking vibration. Um, as much as you might not want to think it, like this, you remember you manifest in your subconscious. So this is why, this is why doing the work is even good for traveling, right? And safety, because if your subconscious believes people are always out to get you, like men are dangerous, then it's very hard to believe otherwise because it's your subconscious that you're manifesting from, not your conscious mind. Okay. Um, meeting new people. So, um, I am, I've, I've only been traveling for maybe a week and a half by myself. And then I'm meeting my friend Amy in, um, Genoa, which is a little town in Italy on the coast. And then, um, I'm meeting my parents in Milan again. I'm doing Milan three times this trip. It's like my, my home base, which has been a bit annoying to be honest. Um, but Milan's beautiful. I don't know whether I'd say that I'd go back there again. It's beautiful to see, beautiful, but, um, like, I don't know. I'm kind of one of those people that I like more holidays-ish or like if it's hot, I need to be around the water. That's the main thing. If it's hot, I need water. Um, so there's like a breeze. So meeting new people, going out to restaurants. So I don't, okay, this is like obviously a side note. For a lot of you listening to this, I would say go to a hostel, go to like a more of those, as quite a few of them in Europe where you get your own room, but it's like, more of a communal vibe. There's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of them. I stayed in one of them in Iceland where I got my own room, but there was a communal vibe. So that's a really great way to meet people. Um, and the scariest part is like introducing yourself and then it gets easy. And remember these people also are there for the reason to meet people. You all wouldn't be there if you weren't there to meet people. So you just need to jump the gun and like, you know, just like hold yourself and be like, focus on your why you're doing this so that you can meet new people, be outside your comfort zone, you know, like, hearing other people's human journeys is really interesting. So just fucking go up to them, like literally just like sit down with them, ask them where they're from, all that stuff. Um, okay. And then, oh yeah. So with me meeting, um, people, I don't act like, to be honest, I don't actively go out and meet like hunt down for new people. Um, I usually make friends with like the hotel people. Um, I will talk to randoms when I'm out, when I'm at the beach, um, I went at, to a cacao ceremony last night and I beat that, which was fucking awesome. Um, I'm obviously met people only to message her saying, thank you. I obviously, um, met people there. And if I was 
I actually had to rush and leave because I was late for my coaching call with my coach. Um, but because I went over time, the cacao ceremony, if I had more time here or if I wasn't busy with work, like if I didn't have my, my work stuff to do, if I was like one of you ladies, you know, I was just like traveling for a holiday, I'd book the cacao ceremony and then I'd like hang out with them the next day. Right. Like that's what I would do. I like to book things. I go on like beautiful tours and then like you meet people from that. Like that's the best way to, that's why I find the best way to meet people. I'm not a hostel chick. And also like I've got, I'm, I work and travel at the same time. So I literally could not stay in a hostel. Like that just would not comprehend. That would not go down well. Um, what's the best way? So the next question is from Jacinta. What is the best way to start traveling alone? Travel local first. So I actually don't know if I even did a local travel trip before I did my gap year, which was overseas. Probably like schoolies. Actually, it was schoolies. Schoolies, which is for like American and like Europe people. Schoolies is like the end of year 12, like holiday that you go with your friends and you basically just like get drunk and party. It sounds way more fun than what it is. Um, I felt like asshole. I was like, how do people do this? Anyway, um, and that was not even back when I was like all into like, you know, um, respecting my body from alcohol and whatever. It was like, I like ate healthy quote unquote of like rabbit food. Um, and then I would just like binge drink and yeah, it was like, I don't even know what I was doing. Anyway, rite of passage. Hey, we all love to do those things. Okay. So I would say just into that if that's going to make you feel safer, do that. But like the best way isn't necessarily to start traveling local first, because I just like kind of like jumped off the cliff in terms of traveling alone. So I, the first time I really traveled alone, that was alone actually schoolies wasn't even alone, right? It's like up the fucking road in Byron with your friends. The first time I traveled alone, I flew all the way to fucking Whistler and I was there for three months doing my ski instructor training. I obviously made friends with everybody in the house and like we became like a little family and I'm still best friends with one of them. He actually lives in Melbourne and we're really good friends. Um, and like um, I met my one of my boyfriends from there. He was my first love. It ended like really badly, but that's okay, whatever. Anyway, um, I'm super raw and ruthless with you guys, aren't I? So traveling local first isn't necessarily the best way to do it whatsoever because um, like why do you need to go small? Just like go big. So go big or go home. So um, Jacinta, I would say that if you want to travel to Europe, bite the bullet, travel to Europe, go to America. Like you are thinking that there's a way that you should do this. There's no shoulds. Fuck shoulds. There's no shoulds. You don't have to do this any particular way. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, next question, how to feel more comfortable and safe, especially when it, when it's your first trip alone, you create your own comfort, you create your own safety. Okay. So that's why I like to stay in nice hotels as well, because it makes me feel safer and more comfortable. Not necessarily that like no one's going to hurt me, but like, I feel like real, I just feel comforted, which makes me feel safe is what it actually is. Okay. Like my body feels like just safe and cozy and like protected. Um, so I would say that like nice hotels or like really good hostels if you're a hostel person. Um, and then like take some things from home that make you feel comfortable um, or like that are familiar, whether it's like your supplements, whether it's like some crystals, whether it's you got your clothes, obviously, whether it's like some of your favorite, like, I don't know, like I packed the 100% cacao from Bondi scoop place um, with me. And that always makes me like remind me of home. Um, but like you are your home as cliche as that sounds cliche is usually true. You are your home. And like, if I have my laptop, my phone, which sounds so freaking dumb, basically if I have my purpose and my passion and my love for my job and my life and my ability to connect with my friends and family, then I feel comfortable and I feel safe and I feel at home. Um, Okay, how do you deal with objections from family and loved ones about safety? So that's their own story. That's their own problem that like traveling alone isn't safe. You don't need to buy into their story, right? Like you, unless you're like under 18 and therefore you literally have to abide with what your parents say, you have no obligation. People, people please out of obligation. And then people, people please even to their parents because they feel like they have an obligation because they're their parents. No, no right? Like your parents want you to be happy. You have a rite of passage to do whatever the fuck you want to do in your life. If that makes you happy, your parents 
are also trying to protect you from a place of love. So honor that, that they are trying to protect you from love, not because they don't want you to enjoy your life and have fun. This is obviously a hopefully statement. Hopefully that's the case. Um, but this is where you also need to reassure yourself that you are safe so that you aren't listening to their objections. Okay. Um, uh, next question. Getting lonely when being alone for such a long period of time, how do you deal with it? So I don't get lonely because I'm doing things all the time. I'm not lying around watching Netflix all day, ladies. I am like going on adventures. I'm driving. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm reading books. I'm going to the beach. Like I'm not lonely. I'm around humans all the time, right? Like the other time I'm not around a human is when I'm in my hotel room at night pretty much or in the morning. But then when I'm driving, there's other cars on the road. I'm not alone, right? When I'm at the beach, I'm not alone. When I'm on a tour, I'm not alone. When I'm in a cow ceremony, I'm not alone. When I'm on a plane, I'm not alone. Like you're never alone, ladies. There's people all around you. So you won't get lonely unless you, you don't get lonely unless you think that silence is being alone. No. So you are, the only time you really get lonely is when you are making up a story of what loneliness looks like. None of you are lonely because I'm right here, right? None of you are alone. Like none of you are alone. And if you feel lonely, it's because you're not connecting to yourself. If you're connected to yourself, you are never alone. You've got you. Okay. And I'm never, I never feel alone because I'm always going on adventures. I'm always seeing new things. If I'm not with a client, when I'm traveling, I'm walking somewhere, I'm seeing somewhere, I'm going somewhere, I'm going to a cafe, going to a restaurant, taking myself out to dinner, um, taking myself out to lunch, going shopping, going to a new beach that I haven't explored, driving somewhere new, going on a hike. Like I'm not alone. The only time that I will feel alone and then unsafe is when I'm, for example, physically, possibly something could happen, especially with my knee. I worry a little bit sometimes because I've got obviously less, um, muscle, like, uh, what's the word? Fuck. Um, like stability in my left leg just so far, like I'm doing the rehab stuff. Um, so when I was on that hike on the top of a fucking cliff in the middle of butt fuck nowhere, and there's no one around, then I'm like, um, I'm a little bit scared. And then I'm just like, but it's also my intuition was a bit scared. So I was like, okay, we're going to go home now. Um, so that's the only time that I'm like a little bit like scared. I'm not feeling alone though. I'm just like intuition is like back away, Monica. So I'm just going to back away. And again, you don't need to know the why of your intuition. You just need to fucking do it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just, it's not something Livy that I have to deal with. It's something I get to enjoy. I get to enjoy my own company. I get to enjoy quiet time. I get to enjoy peace is what I get. I get fucking peace. I'm lying on the beach. I'm swimming in the ocean and it's just me, myself and I, and I can really tune into my body and really feel what I want to be feeling in those moments. Okay. Airport slash flying tips in terms of how to organize yourself, please. It's been scary and holding me back. That's a really good question. So, um, you guys would have seen on my IGTV, I posted the stuff that I post in my that I, that I pack, sorry, in my big suitcase and my little suitcase with my airport and airport and flying tips. What I do is I literally just have a piece of paper and I write down, um, and I have it in my calendar as well. I, I also don't overstress about it because that also makes it worse. I really don't overstress about like making sure I don't miss my flight, making sure I'm at the right time. I just double check obviously, but I don't overstress about it because like the worst thing that's going to happen is you have to like buy an extra night's accommodation. Like no one's going to die. Your money mindset might freak out, but no one's going to die. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, and I guess this is one benefit of like making sure that you travel with a credit card in case God forbid something happens and you need to pay like $10,000, then you have a credit card to do that with or something like that. And you can pay it back later. Worry about that shit later. Um, so like obviously travel with a credit card if you, if you need to, um, Anyway, in terms of like airport and flying tips, so I just have a piece of paper and I write down each date that I have like a travel plan. So whether like, so like date that I left Sydney, the time of my flight, that's all I write down, the time of my flight. And like, I'll write down Sydney to um, Milan. Then I'll write down 
the next date. And then I'll say, arriving at Milan, um, Airbnb is, and then the name of my Airbnb. Then I'll write the next day of travel. So it would have been Milan to Ibiza. So what day, I think I traveled on like the, I can't remember what day I traveled. I don't know. 22nd, I think actually. Um, or 23rd, I don't know. So I'll write down 22nd, dash. And then I'll write Milan, Arrow, um, Ibiza. And then I'll say whatever time flight it was. It was like a 1.55 p.m. flight. And then I'll write that down. And then I'll just keep doing that for everywhere that I'm traveling to, the to and froms, okay? And I write down the time. Because then all I have to do is just like look up in my Gmail that flight and then my details are there. So I write that down because I keep, it keeps it very simple. I find like if someone was to give me an itinerary, I'd be like, fuck that shit. Like that is so overwhelming. I was like, whoop, no, too much like strategy. I keep my shit really simple and then I flow. In terms of airport tips, I ask. If I don't know where I'm going, I just ask. I ask, I type into like Google Translator if I need to, and I'll click translate. And it might not be the perfect grammar for them, but they get they, they can understand what I'm saying better. And I just ask. Don't be afraid of asking, where are you going? What am I doing? Blah, 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 right? I think a lot of people are afraid of the airports and the traveling because they don't allow themselves permission to ask. Just fucking ask. Like, that's what the people in the airport are there for. They're there to help you. So use them, right? Like it's like if you, if your job was a teacher, or see, my job as a coach, I get offended. I'm not offended, but like, I love it when my clients ask me questions. That's my job. I like, I like, I'm here to fucking answer your questions. The airport people are there to answer your questions. Okay. Hopefully that helps. Um, do you prefer to travel with yourself or company? So I like to do... A bit of both, to be honest. So what I've done this trip, I really like. I've got about a week and a half by myself. And then I've got the other like two and a half weeks with friends, family, and extended family because I'm over here for my cousin's wedding. So I like to do both, to be honest. I, I do get sick of people. Like I will fully put that out there. I get sick of people. I need my personal space. Yes, I am an introvert. I would say I'm like an introvert extrovert, although I hate putting labels on things, but that kind of hopefully summarizes it, that I love my own time and I love being with people. And I also find that when people are too like on top of me all the time or like needy or not independent, or I have to think about somebody else, like cooking for somebody else or like what does the other person want to do? I'm like, oh, fuck that. I want a holiday to myself. So that's why I like doing a little bit of both. However, key, if I'm traveling with a friend, I, I try and not stay in the same hotel room as them unless in the past I have because we're like saving money but um from now on it is nope like my friend that I'm seeing in um London she was actually like um uh do you want to like do you want to share a room and I literally was like nope like <laughs> I I want to be able to have my own space I'm I'm, I'm quite a messy person I want to be able to like fucking fling my shit everywhere and not feel bad I don't want to have to think about somebody else so I always will get my own room from now on if I'm traveling with somebody else. Best tra transport options. I try and fly as much as I can, obviously. And I'm assuming you're saying in Europe. So obviously I flew to Europe. Um, that's obvious. Like, duh, you can't swim or like train all the way from Australia. Um, and then around Europe, I've what I've done for this trip, and it was different from my gap year because I was doing a lot more stops. But for this trip, I've, I will do one train, but um, I am driving or flying everywhere just for the sake of time because, because I'm working at the same time, I lose too many hours if I'm training. Trains can be beautiful um, and I have done long train trips that are like five hours, something like that um, when I was on my gap year around Europe. But um, because, of my, because of work, I don't want to be on a train for five hours and then be not able to like see clients or whatever. So I fly for the sake of time. Also where I was traveling this time, it's just like a bit far away. So like when I fly back to Milan after here in Ibiza, I'm going to train to Genoa because it's like a two hour train ride. I don't even know if you can fly to Genoa. Um, but then when I get back to Milan, we are driving to Lake Como. Um, I think we're driving to Lake Como. Mum hired a car, she said. And then we'll drive back to Milan and then, um, wait, I need to check this out actually, because then mom said we're going straight to her and dad are going somewhere else. So maybe we're not actually, what's she going to do with the car? Fuck. I don't know. I'll go talk to her about that. Um, that confuses me. 
whatever. And then in Milan, when I get back to Milan, I'll obviously fly home to Australia. So I train if I can, otherwise fly. But like train stations are fucking confusing. So also make sure that you ask. Okay. Next question is how to have endless confidence, how to travel alone. Haha, <laughs> how to have endless confidence, do my mastermind. And then how to own traveling alone. Why do you have shame around traveling alone is the question. Like what's wrong with traveling alone? A lot of people think traveling alone means you have no friends. That's not what it is. Traveling alone means like you don't need to be with somebody else to have fun. That's what I think traveling alone means. Um, and you've got the confidence to be by yourself. You don't need somebody else. But yeah, um, I would ask yourself that question. And if you want endless confidence, do my mastermind. Um, Jasmine, what has been your fave solo experience or place visited so far? Fave solo experience. Um, oh, it's 9-11, 9-11 PM ladies. It's my, they're my angel numbers. I've had them for so long, even before I was like on my spiritual journey. Favorite place is hands down Ibiza. Hands fucking down. I'm coming back here again. It's freaking amazing. Um, all the little tiny beaches and like the clear water. I'm just like, Oh my God. Like I want to fucking drink the water. It's just bloody incredible. Like that's how amazing it looks. Um, and I have to say my, my Whistler experiences, um, my, my Whistler experience when I did my ski instructor certificate was like the best experience of my life. Um, so if any of you ever get the opportunity to like go and live somewhere for three months with other people that are doing the same thing, it's like freaking incredible. Um, okay. Do I get bored? How Jasmine also asked me that. No, I don't get bored. I have plenty of work to be doing. And then if I'm not wanting, if I'm wanting some time, I've tried to have a little bit of a holiday to be honest, whilst being in Ibiza, um, just because I want to have a little bit of a holiday. Um, but do I get bored? No, I'm always reading or I'm doing things or I'm with clients or I'm talking to friends. Like I also just like, I also just look and I also be when I'm lying on the beach. One of my, one of my favorite things is to like, you know, when you like just sit up with your hands behind you and I just stare, I just stare when I'm in the water, I just stare and I notice and I just like take in the stuff around me. So, um, no, I do not get bored. Jasmine. Um, Karen, oh, I've got all my academy girls jumping in, um, navigating train and transport options when you don't speak the language. So, um, I, this comes back to intuition as well. Like intuition guides me a lot with like, look at this certain thing or like, or like double check what you've just read or what you think you've just seen. Like it will tell me these things that I'm very aware now to like really tune in with it, especially when I'm traveling and like not wanting to miss my train. So in Milan, I was like quite overwhelmed when I got to the train station. I was like, holy fuck, where do I go? And I was like, do I have to print a ticket? Like I bought the ticket online. Like I just didn't know, right? And it was so crowded. I couldn't, I couldn't even ask anybody. I just trusted and went with the flow and knew that like the worst that was going to happen was like, I get lost and then like, or I miss my flight or I miss my train. I left plenty of time, by the way, the worst case that will happen is I miss my train. I have to buy a new one or I miss my flight and I buy a new flight. Like that's the worst that's going to happen. So, um, navigating the train, it's like ask, obviously if you can. And that's why I, whenever I go somewhere, I like getting a SIM card and I pay, I pay the premium to get a SIM card with lots of data because then I can Google translate everything, everything. So I don't come across this problem. I think especially when you're alone, the best thing that you can do is have a phone that's always got 3G because then you can Google translate, you can text people, you can be on the internet phoning someone or like getting a taxi wherever you need to. Whereas when you don't have that, you're stuck with like, you're limited by where you have Wi-Fi. And that to me is like so limiting and that would probably stress me out a little bit just because we've been so programmed that our phone gives us so much freedom. And we all know that when our phone dies and we're out in our own fucking city, like we will freak out. I remember one time I was like driving to yoga and I forgot my phone. It was like so stressful. And I was like, holy shit, I'm driving to yoga and home. Like I'm fine. Like we're very attached to our phone and like I'm the same. I'm guilty of that. So I, so for me having that 3G, and I have it in Ibiza as well. I bought like a Vodafone. Oh, FYI for Europe, ladies, Vodafone is the best. Um, and 
I basically just went on a Vodafone plan and like a contract and then I'm going to break the contract and pay to break the contract when I leave the country, the, the continent, whatever, when I leave Milan. And that gives me unlimited data. Now, you obviously all don't need unlimited data. There was some, there was some like prepaid ones for like 50 gigabytes. It was just that because I wanted unlimited data so I could make sure that no matter where I was, I could have really fast, high quality client calls. I didn't want the internet to fuck with my client calls because that would be really unprofessional and also annoy me a lot. And obviously my clients. And that would just not be cool of me to do that. So I paid, I think I probably paid like 200 or 300 Aussie all up for the sim, the contract, and then to break the contract. Which to me, I was like totally happy to do because it gave me that freedom um, and that like security. So um, yeah, just make sure that you read things really well, Karen. And then like ask and always leave plenty of time like plenty because the worst thing is that you'll arrive a bit early and you sit and read your book or something like better than stressing right um next question everything how do you find trusted accommodations so trusted accommodations the best thing to do is like i obviously book nice accommodation which like obviously helps um but it doesn't mean that it's necessarily always going to be a good experience i always look at reviews so i go on TripAdvisor. Uh, I will always look at reviews. I did, I, do, I did a lot of this even before coming to Ibiza of like, do I hire a car? Do I get a taxi? What's the best taxi? Or what's the best car hire company to go with? I ended up just going with like one of the mainstream ones that was like Avis. I didn't realize they had mainstream ones here, but they did. Um, like I will always take the slightly safer option in terms of like a bigger company um, and that sort of stuff. So if a, prob- and that sort of stuff. So if a problem arises, I'm like my ass is covered. Um, but I also don't expect a problem to arise either. Like I, I'm not available for problems to arise, but if they do arise, like whatever, it's divine timing. It's meant to be like, I just, I flow with problems. I don't resist problems. I flow with them and like quote unquote problem because nothing is a problem. Everything is neutral. Um, and then how to find trusted accommodations. I'll try and stay with like, uh, like a chain or like Hyatt or, um, or like, a company that like I know, or like when I was in New York, I stayed, I stayed at where the event was being held that same hotel. It was like five star, nice place. I was like, yep, that's fine. Um, it was also like the easy option. I wasn't gonna have to travel. I wasn't gonna have to worry about like getting there on time. It was just like, I'm literally like a couple of floors down from the event space. Like it's easy. I always also, I've learned the hard way with traveling on my gap year that like saving a hundred bucks is not, it's not worth it. If it causes you stress, like seriously going with like the cheaper airline isn't worth it if you lose your suitcase you know going with the cheaper accommodation isn't worth it if you go to bed like crying because you're not enjoying yourself like that shit to me is not worth it spend the extra money for the experience um hopefully that or like even like with service like spend the extra monies with a company that you know you're gonna get good service from uh, and then trusted accommodations. I so also I look at accommodation things in on TripAdvisor. So the place that I'm staying in Genoa, um, it's not a chain. Well, I don't think it's, it might be a chain, but I've never heard of it. Um, but I found it on Bookings.com, and then I just checked out the reviews on the Google thing and whatnot, and it looks really nice. And the reviews were really amazing. The service rule is really good. Everyone said and blah blah blah. Rooms were really amazing. Like epic location stuff is incredible blah, blah. so I'm like great done and as long as there's plenty of good reviews you're always gonna get like the one dickhead that's like just out to get people as long as there's like many good ones then like I'm happy to do that right um and then best last question best way to start a conversation with people to make friends is the obvious question where are you from where are you from what brings you here um you know like what called you to come to Milan or Ibiza um what's been your favorite part about the island or the town or like, do you have anywhere I should visit tomorrow? Um, are you traveling alone with friends? Just start with those really basic questions and then the conversation will flow. Ladies, I hope that has helped you all a little bit with traveling, traveling alone, trusting yourself. This is a lot about trusting yourself, right? Trusting yourself, trusting that you are fully supported by the universe, trusting that everything is perfect for you. Um, you know, focusing on what you want not what you don't want um obviously having like you know not necessarily a back you don't need a backup plan because if you have a plan b you'll fall upon the plan b like again it's about what you focus on but like be a little bit smart have a credit card make sure that you like 
always leave your phone with like charge make sure you've got a backup battery that you can like take with you make sure that you get a sim card so you've got wi-fi uh, so that you've got 3g and like don't worry about like the whole safety thing like people worry way too much about that and then it stops them from living their life fuck that shit live your life right you if you focus on like how blessed you are and gratefulness and like blah 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 all those high vibrational feelings you will not be unsafe you will be fine right you will be fine the news makes things look way worse than what they are you'll be fine as long as you have confidence within yourself and you hold yourself with strength and with poise then you will be totally fine so on that note I'm going to love you all and leave you all because it's 9.30 here in Ibiza and I need to book my Brisbane accommodation for my event and my flights to America for me going to live there for August and September and then November and my Melbourne flight. So I'm going to love you and leave you all because I want to book them um, and I will talk to you all next time. I hope this, helped. this episode was really helpful for you. Um, I've got some really good episode suggestions that I'm probably going to punch out when I'm in Genoa um so I will speak to you guys probably in a couple of days bye well thank you so much for tuning in I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode I would be really really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate hopefully five and if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease I would be so fucking grateful make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 